It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Today on City Cash Chicago. Anybody who's been listening to the podcast for even a couple of weeks knows how much I love roller skating. Like, seriously, it's in my blood. But I realize we ain't never really taken you to a Chicago roller skating ring. And if you're going to go, you need to know the right etiquette and how to stay up on eight wheels. So we're going to get a lesson in true Chicago roller skating from one of the very best. My mother. It's Wednesday, July 5th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago is talking about. Who better to bring in than the person who taught me how to roller skate? Teresa Farrell, a.k.a. Mama T, a.k.a. My Mother, so we are sitting here with her and producer Simone Alisea on 76th Street at the Dr. Martin Luther King Roller Skating Center, Roller Skating Rink and Bowling Center. Mom, welcome back to CityCast. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it, and I appreciate the topic of roller skating. I know you do. I mean, my earliest memories are being in a roller skating rink with you, uh, but our amazing producer Simone Alisea here has only gotten like a taste of roller skating culture through my various stories, but uh, wants a little bit of a lesson and wants to get a little bit of the background. First, I mean, let's just start with uh, you, your own history. How did you get involved in skating? Like, what's your earliest memory of, of being in a rink? Oh, my God. Um, that takes me back 50 years, actually. Um, I started skating when I was two and a half because my parents skated. And so it was kind of a mandatory family history tradition kind of thing. Um, and the first rink I think I remember skating at was the rink, which is now on East 87th Street. But when I was a kid, it was at 89th and Ashland. Um, and from there, because my family was so deep-rooted into skating, we traveled all over the city skating. So there's probably, if there's one or two that I have not skated at, I'd be surprised, um, whereas now a lot of them are gone. So, Can you say more about sort of the Chicago's rinks and kind of the, the rink culture? I mean, what especially at its height, I mean, what was sort of that like? Why were, why were rinks sort of the place to be socially? Um, in the 70s, when I learned how to skate, it was very popular because the era was different. Mm -hmm. um, we come from a time where when I was growing up, there were only so many things we were allowed to do um, versus the era we're in now where kids are allowed to be up, uptown, downtown, roundtown. We really weren't. <laughs> um, we could do, you know, um, sporting events, whether it was basketball, football, track, you know, that kind of thing, and roller skating and, and going to the movies. Those were like the three things we were allowed to do. Um, I know that you also saw roller skating in like disco during the 70s too. So it was like really connected to the music in some ways. Well, it was, but for us... Um, yeah, I guess you could say as we got older, we kind of gravitated to, 
you know, what we liked, i.e. the JB skating. But growing up, yes, there was disco, there was um, artistic skating, which is part of what my mom did, um, whereas my dad was just a full-blooded JB skater. My uncles were like full-blooded JB skaters. JB standing for? James Brown, of course. But as a roller skater, if you are, roller skating is not a hobby, it's a lifestyle for most people that do it. And so if it's your lifestyle, you can skate to country and western. It's not going to matter. You can skate to gospel. You can skate. You'll find that that beat that, that just pocket. does mm-hmm. it for you, and you just do it. So for me, the 70s was really a good time because everybody was in it. And then it kind of died a little bit, and then it kind of came back. And then Because that's that, that's that kind of roller coaster thing. It, it's, there's a high and there's a low, and it just depends on the error and whether in your house it was a mandatory thing in my house it was a mandatory thing as a kid it was a mandatory thing as an adult so Mm -hmm. therefore my children had to learn how to skate why do you think james brown is the artist who chicago gravitated to and named its skating style out what what do you think it was about him and his music i think it's the the beat Mm -hmm. it's just the beat It was just captivating. The music just kind of just grabbed you. Yeah. And and it forced you into a skating universe. Mm-hmm. And it's something about the improv nature of James Brown's music, the horns, his ad-libs. It, it just sort of lends itself to this experimentation you Absolutely. see on the floor with people trying new moves, trying new combinations. When I was growing up, I like I said, I vividly remember being at Markham Roller Skating Rink, going to Glenwood, being at the rink now on 87th Street. But I don't necessarily remember, like, first learning how to skate. What do you remember about trying to pass down that sort of mandatory family tradition? Funny you ask, because I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> um, I remember going to Markham. You, in particular, Jacoby, were three years old. And I took you and your brother and your sister to Markham. Now, again, with you guys being 18 months apart, everybody's kind of right there in that everybody's walking, everybody's talking, and and now is the time to get started. Um, your sister, on one hand, she, oh, mommy, I don't want to skate. Oh, God, I don't want, mommy, please don't make me skate. Okay, well, we're going to sit you over here with some popcorn and some soda, <laughs> and you're going to watch. <laughs> Jacoby, you had no fear. You had about as much fear uh, as you had rhythm because you, you, those were the two things we were struggling with. But because you had no fear, you were going to continue, and you did. And I saw the progress every time we went. You did a little better and a little better because you were determined you were going to do this. It was mm-hmm. not going to lick you, and here we are, and you are one of the best skaters I've seen. Oh, that means a lot to me. That means a lot to me. Um, In addition to learning how to skate, what I can vividly remember is after family dinner, after we watch some TV or something and we go to bed, we can hear the door open and close at about 930, 1030 with you leaving to go to one of the various skating rinks to do one of the adult sessions. And it feels like the 90s was a really good time for roller skating. What do you remember about getting up, going to work, coming home, raising our three badasses, but then still going out. And like you said, 
enjoying that part of your lifestyle. Well, and that's that's simply it. It was a lifestyle. It was as important as going to a job. And that's what roller skating had been for me my whole life. I mean, as a kid, obviously, you know, you go to school. We weren't allowed to go at night. But boy, oh boy, on Saturday and Sunday, it was happening to Mm -hmm. the point on Sunday, my bag and my skates were in church with me. I went to mass at 12 o'clock. Mass was over at one o'clock. Me and that bag hit it. Now, ask me what happened in church. Eh. Ask me what happened at the rink. I can tell you the first song to the last one. You know, we've talked a little bit about skating being a lifestyle. We've talked about the music involved. I think for folks who are not that familiar with skating, who are maybe just thinking like, oh, you just go around the rink a few times, right? Visually, what does it look like when we're seeing real Chicago skaters out on the floor? Well, the short answer is, what does it look like visually? I have no idea because I take my glasses off. I do not skate by sight. (laughs) I just don't. Um, I, I... can't see what's in front of me, but because I do this, I don't need to. I skate from feeling. Um, But for somebody that's just getting into skating, um, skating is the next best thing in exercise to swimming because you are going to use every part of your body. May not seem like it, but you will. When you skate for the first time and you get off the floor, your arms are going to hurt, your legs are going to hurt, your back is going to hurt, your brain is going to hurt. So what does it look like? kind of depends on you know your teachings right if if you're thinking about like your move set right Mm -hmm. like could you describe like a combination to people like what are some of the moves how is your body moving differently than just sort of one skate in front of the other skate yep part of being able to do that is one you got to have some balance two you got to have some endurance Because whereas you think people going around the rink a couple times, oh, that's simple. As long as they can just move, it's not simple. Mm -hmm. Even if you're just putting one foot in front of the other. Because it's it's a long way around. Mm -hmm. But the music is going to make it so infectious that you're going to want to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Okay, the first thing we're going to do is make our way to the middle of the floor. Because we've got people who may know what they're doing or may not, but they're getting on and off around the outer skirts. So I want to make sure you're safe. This is much harder than I remember it being as a child. We've made it to the center, the center of the floor here. And so learning moves, I start out simple, simple things with putting one foot in front of the other, with going around bending your knees. That's so funny. I would have thought, I always feel like when I'm, when I've like skated around, like when I go down, I always feel like I go faster, but it's actually the opposite when you put your, all your weight down. So when you bend, everything is balancing because it's going down and you're putting more weight on your ankles and your feet. Okay. We'll just keep going forward. And we go down. Slow roll. I feel like a baby deer. Right now, you can't even hear the music because you're too busy trying to make sure you're balanced, which is okay, because you gotta do everything kind of that way. Kind of what's happening right now is I am going um, backwards and forwards in a straight line, just practicing moving one foot in front of the other, but also getting down low, 
making it easy. Not the most elegant positioning I've ever been in. Mama T is over here, gliding backwards, cross-stepping, doing some other very fancy, oh God, she just looks so beautiful, so pretty. Uh, meanwhile, I am squatting almost, not to paint too graphic a picture, but almost like I'm using the toilet, but that's okay. This is how, this is how balance is achieved, friends. Once you get comfortable with one thing, what I teach you is going to automatically take you into the next thing. Just like something as simple as if you want to turn around, you move your head into the direction you want to go and it's going to make your body do it. Mm -hmm. Using your hands, you can put your hand in a certain direction, your body is going to automatically follow whatever direction your hand is going to go in. And it's, it's those simple things that people, you would never think, you would think, oh my God, it takes so much effort. It takes, it doesn't. And you can go as slow or as fast as you want. And, and some of the moves, they look similar to things people might know. So if like you're familiar with ballet, first position, second position, third position, Correct. like that looks like an, an eagle spread. Uh, which is a move in skating. If you're familiar with working out, like uh, lunges, mm -hmm. that's like a big wheel. Or if you're, you know, used to doing like high knees, you know, a lot of routines involve people sort of picking up one leg and floating on the other. Some involve you getting up on your toes. You know, basketball, if you see people doing spins or like a running back in football doing a spin, that's a move on skating. So mm -hmm. a, a lot of the moves look similar to ways we use our bodies right. in different sports, different activities. Right. You just happen to be on, on eight skates. wheels. Sure. Let's talk a little bit about rink etiquette and mm -hmm. skating etiquette. Um, for folks like me who are new to the floor, who are learning, what are some things that we should keep in mind if we want to come to a public skate? In the Chicago world, there was always etiquette. We try to teach it as we go other places. Some people listen, some, yeah, not so much. Um, but one of the things is, is always safety. When you're on the floor, for someone that's new, you should really find yourself to the middle of the skate floor. That is the safest place for you to be. And that is because people who are more versed and more seasoned tend to ride the wall in Chicago. Whether they're going fast, whether they're going slow, that is where they are. So you want to make sure that you're nowhere near them. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, and this is where a lot of the younger generation just fall completely off from etiquette. They will skate fast and cut through the middle of the floor to get to the other side. It's almost like traffic. And again, that's dangerous because if you've got people who are new to skating in the middle of the floor, you have to be cognizant of the fact that these are people who are not as seasoned as you may be. And just going past somebody with the, the velocity sometimes will scare the hell out of them. Mm -hmm. How fast are we actually talking here? Well, it kind of depends. And it, it depends on the music a lot of times because, man, if that's your song, <laughs> you may pick up a whole lot of speed. Max speeds, though. I feel like we're talking like... 19, 20 miles 20 an miles hour. an hour, at least. Yeah, we're moving fast At least, there. at least. So again, hence is why if you're not, you know, as experienced, you want to stay in the middle because people who have proper etiquette will know the people are in the middle mm -hmm. are not as experienced and they will act accordingly. Mm -hmm. And also be okay with falling, sure. right? 
a lot of people, they, they get so scared. And if you're around a bunch of people, you might reach out for somebody and you, you don't want to reach out and grab someone else and pull someone else down because falling awkwardly on skates can hurt everybody. And so you want to just accept Correct. that you will fall, Correct. right? If you're going forward, you want to try to go down on your knees. Mm -hmm. If you're going out like on your butt, mm -hmm. you want to protect your head, yeah. but crouch right. down and try and Correct. like soften the blow with your booty. You don't want to try to full sail, just put your arms out. Nope, you can hurt your elbow break your, I'll break mm -hmm. your wrist. or break your wrist. Mm -hmm. um, and as somebody who has cracked his ankle, falling over people going really fast yeah. uh, and trying to catch myself, you kind of sometimes want to just give into the momentum right. of falling and you might be able to even get like a roll in to right. protect yourself if you're going forward. Does Chicago have a specific style of skating? And how would you describe how it's different from maybe other spots? Well, does Chicago have a different style of skate? They do. Um, and now, again, that style has expanded because of the error. Um, we have, again, JB skating. JB skating is different because it's slower, it's smoother when you put it up against like the East Coast. They do a lot of bouncing. They move a, a lot faster. Um, and with Chicago, we, we're a little smoother. We're not as choppy. And we just kind of glide. Whereas now, the generation now, they move a little faster. Um, in my opinion, they're not as smooth as us older skaters because they move a little faster and they, everything's in a hurry even with JB skating, they're speeding up the music versus letting the music play its natural form. You've got New York skates one way. You know, the people in California skate a different way. The people in Detroit skate a different way. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just part of their culture mm -hmm. of skating. Everybody's culture is different. The one thing that um, is universal is that it's exercise, it's enjoyment, and it is something that brings everybody together. And when I think about skating, when I think back to like Rich City Skate, right? Mm -hmm. The family uh, skating rink we all worked in. Um, when we would have those international parties, it would become so clear just how different the roller skating world was from each other. From like you said, your New York and New Jersey trains, mm -hmm. right? Your Detroit open house, your mm -hmm. St. Louis ballrooms, mm -hmm. your Kentucky throws. Um, and and it's, it's always been cool how each city has sort of gravitated to its own style. Um, it, it's just been so beautiful to see. And obviously both with bias, but also I think a little expertise, we'd argue Chicago is the the greatest and most versatile roller skating style. And everybody else agrees, mm -hmm. which makes it so much simpler yeah. to move past. Hey, if you want to see me and my mom out on the ring or see Simone with a little baby deer legs, make sure you follow us on Instagram at CityCast Chicago and keep an eye out for some video and pictures this week. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. NASCAR may be over, but crews will be tearing down the 2.2-mile track for the next week and a half. Roads around Grant Park and DuSable Lakeshore will slowly start to reopen. For a detailed schedule, check the show notes. The University of Illinois Chicago is providing free monkeypox vaccinations and COVID booster shots today at Steamworks Baths and Lakeview. 
has some good news. The Pullman City Farmers Market opens today and every Wednesday until October from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. There'll also be markets today in Andersonville and tomorrow in Austin. I got a full list for you where else in the show notes, of course. For more news and events, subscribe to our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago, at chicago.citycast.fm. But first, join me in wishing a huge happy birthday to the best damn newsletter editor in the game, Sydney Madden. It's an absolute privilege to work with you, my G, every day. Hope you enjoy your B-Day time. Beep, 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 beep. That's all, folks. I will talk to you tomorrow when I take my first ever shot of Malort. You don't want to miss it. I might even do a handshake on Mike. Peace. In the Flying Nutcracker, you might be going backwards and you sort of pick up speed momentum and mm-hmm. you lower your body and let the momentum carry you on a back tuck. Yep. And if you have the strength, you push up push off up. the floor Absolutely. and land in a split. Nobody Absolutely. did that like Lil Bobby. Well, you know why nobody did it like Lil Bobby? Because Bobby's dad mm. taught him mm-hmm. how to do that. Oh. And guess who else Bobby's dad taught how to do that? Only when she was nine years old. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't doing them flying nutcrackers at nine years old. You're different. Yeah, well, different. I'm not doing them at 50 plus. But, you know, at nine, you know, again, you could do anything or so you thought. Mm-hmm.